0: Welcome to WP Coffee Talk with your podcast barista, Michelle Frechette. Special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Century Hosting, Expander Digital, GoWP, and WP Explorer. WP Coffee Talk is a proud supporter of Big Orange Heart, whose mission is to support and promote positive well-being and mental health within remote working communities. Please consider a donation to Big Orange Heart to continue to support this great mission. Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. I'm your podcast barista, Michelle Frechette, serving up the WordPress stories from around the globe. And today my guest is Jill Binder. Jill, how are you? Great. How are you doing, Michelle? Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for being here. Now you, you you wear more than one hat, but, uh, and I'm going to let you tell us about all of the things that you do, but I'm just going to introduce you as the lead of the WordPress diverse speaker training group. And then in parentheses, she's giving me hashtag WP diversity because it's important (laughs) stuff. And, you know, Jill knows that my about my work with underrepresented in tech and um, trying to help people get jobs and trying to even the playing field for people. And that's exactly what Jill's been doing um, from the thing from the work that she does. So, again, welcome. It's so good to have you here. Why don't you tell us about yourself and what you do?
1: Sure. Um, So again, my name is Jill Binder. I'm the lead of the WP, as you just said, lead of the diverse speaker training group on the community team, hashtag WP diversity. And um, I've taken the same work in my business to bring it to non-WordPress groups. So I'm also the CEO and founder of uh, my business, Diverse in Tech.
0: I love it. That's wonderful. And the work that you're doing is phenomenal. And it really does take a village, right? I mean, it's not like, oh, well, Jill's doing that. I don't have to do anything. Or Jill didn't say, oh, Michelle's got that covered. Because it takes a bunch of us to make sure um, that we can move forward in the right ways. Because it's not something we can fix by next week, it turns out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I am so so thrilled with the work that you're doing in underrepresented in tech and I'm one of your biggest cheerleaders I think it's mm. phenomenal and I will support you. you
0: 100% well likewise I know that we've got each other's backs with that for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. so I already got a, a little sneak preview and I am a, I am in love with your mug because I happen to have the same one but why don't you show us your mug and tell us a little bit about it
1: Ta-da! it's Yay! a love wins mug this is my favorite mug it's from give. They have says haveagayday.org. And this was a present from Ali Nimons And that is one of the reasons why it is my favorite. Plus, like, how fabulous is this? That is it's amazing. Wonderful.
0: It is, a <laughs> is wonderful. is where I mug. talk about what's in the mug as well, or just about Yes, that's my next question. So what okay. is in your mug? Tell, give, tell
1: us what you're drinking. Um, so there's Uh, There's a specific thing I'm drinking, and there's a reason that I'm drinking it, and I feel open to share with people. Um, I'm healing a head injury, and I'm on a, a health protocol where I am to drink three to five mugs of... Uh, matcha tea a day and so as always whenever people ask me what's in my mug it is always matcha and I like and and today as a special occasion for the show I spiced it up a bit Um, I've got some cinnamon and ginger in there as well plus you know drinking so much of it it's nice to have slightly different flavors to (laughs) it
0: change it up a little bit here and there for sure. Well, I have my mug today is one of my Wonder Woman mugs. So you can see my Wonder Woman mug there. And I love coffee, but I cannot drink coffee after four o'clock in the afternoon. And so I have um, seltzer water in mine. It's cranberry lime seltzer water that I'm drinking. So Mm -hmm. trying to stay hydrated myself, which also helps with fibromyalgia and the things that I'm dealing with. And I just had my booster shot and my flu shot last week. So I've been trying real hard to push fluids this week too, just to stay healthy and stay, stay feeling good. So everybody else there, get out there and get your shots. (laughs) So tell us, Jill, how did you get started in WordPress?
1: Yeah. So my WordPress journey started when I went to college to come back to the computer world after stopping being the computer world for a while and the computer world changes a lot this was in the 2000s Um, and we touched on WordPress a little bit in my program it was super confusing to me but then I got my internship doing some WordPress websites and that that's just what started everything everybody found out I was doing WordPress they started asking me to make their sites for big organizations or museums or whatever and suddenly I was WordPress developer
0: for eight or nine years. It's crazy how it kind of sneaks up on you, isn't it? It is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It sure does. Um, I I don't think very many of us had a direct path into WordPress. It kind of like, I just fell into it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stories like that, which I love. I do too. I love everybody's stories, which is, you know, kind of the reason I have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) When when you look at, at WordPress websites or websites, I should say, in general, What do you think that we as designers, developers, web builders uh, can do better to make sure that websites are better for the end user?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll preface this by saying I haven't touched websites in a few years now because I'm doing community Mm -hmm. building work now. But, um, you know, of course, my work dovetails really well with accessibility. Um, It's really important. There's even just some basic thing, like there's all kinds of advanced things we can do. So that people with screen readers or people who have limited hearing and all different kinds of things with interacting with interfaces, what we can do. But there's some basic things that are just good for everybody. Like have font that's big enough to read. Don't put red font on a blue background. No one can read that.
0: No. <laughs> Make for sure, sure your
1: color contrasts work. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think about that a lot, actually, when I do anything really now. And when I look at other people's work, especially like, let's say just a magazine or something, and you turn the page and you're like, who let that go to print? <laughs> Why does it hurt my head? Why am I getting a migraine right now? That, I'm that suddenly shouldn't be happening." <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, accessibility is super important. And it really does dovetail well into um, talking about working with underrepresentation because, as you and I both know, underrepresentation isn't just the color of our skin. There's a lot more um, in underrepresentation in technology, especially. Yeah. So, uh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I like to say that, you know, we usually think about gender and we usually mm-hmm. think about people of color, but we shouldn't forget that there's also neurodivergence and people with different physical abilities. Um, And different ages, you know, when I was first giving talks about this, um, the older folks in the room would always come up to me and say, hi, I get ignored. I should be included in your, your talks. Don't forget about me. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, all kinds of other uh, things as well. uh, Sexuality can't forget yep. that as well. Oh, yep, for sure. I have every time I put out things about diversity, I have a little list so that people know <laughs> so forget anything. What, the, what I mean. Cause some mm-hmm. people think of diversity as like the difference between
0: a developer and a designer, but that's not what yeah. I'm after when I'm doing my work. No, I agree. And the work we do at underrepresented and tech.com too is, is very much the same. So we're looking across all of the different underrepresented groups because it's super important that everybody has an ability to work within WordPress and, and with, with, within technology in the greater world but also that everybody has a voice in the community too yes
1: and that's what my work focuses on mostly it's about making sure people have the voice in the community Mm
0: -hmm. yeah what is something that you wish you had known earlier in your wordpress journey that would have made life a whole lot simpler if you'd just known it a little bit sooner Ooh,
1: let's see good question I mean, I wrote them all,
0: so I think they're all good questions. But yeah, <laughs> that may or may not be a way for me to stall
1: and buy your time to answer this question. See, I'm, I'm giving you
0: more. I'm giving you more time. Bye. <laughs> I feel like my answer as a community
1: builder is different from my answer as a developer because I've sort of mm-hmm. had two different paths. Sure. Um, as a developer, I think. Um, It was really knowing that I could get help from other people, Um, you know, back when I started back when I was learning computer development in the early in the mid 90s. um, You know, I was we was very insulated. We all had our little cliques in university um, and there wasn't the Internet to go find out answers. So once I came back to computers years later, it was like, wow, there's Internet. And I forgot at first, there's also people and people Mm. are really um, one of the reasons why I chose uh, WordPress specifically because I was dabbled in a few different technologies is the community was just so helpful and being able Mm. to ask and answer questions for people made a really big difference. Um, And then it was kind of similar for my community work Mm. Um, for the first year of it, I felt like I was doing it all by myself and I didn't know what I was doing and then learning that I could actually there were people I could turn to for help on that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. That made all the difference as well.
0: I agree. I, I was working in WordPress for a couple of years before I realized there were meetups, there were WordCamps, there was this, you know, this. I didn't have to figure it all out on my own by just Googling everything. And what yeah. a difference. I mean, obviously now I work in community and and, you know, I've had a career pushing myself into different kinds of settings like this. But at the beginning, yeah. it was just like, Who can I call? But I like the 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 CSS isn't working, and I didn't even know what CSS was yet, and how to fix (laughs) things. Yeah. What is a right click? What do you mean right click it and inspect element? You know, like all of those things that I learned from other people Mm -hmm. in the community for sure. So yeah, I agree agree with that for sure. Yeah. When you think back over the WordPress events that you've attended, WordCamps, meetups, um, you've spoken on some pretty big stages too, WordCamp US and uh, (laughs) you know, things like that. So when you think back over those, is there a particular event, um, a person you met, a moment in time that was really pivotal for you? And can you tell us what it was? Yeah. Um, I would say
1: WordCamp Seattle 2017 was the pivotal one for me. Um, I had already Back in 2013, 2014 in Vancouver, we developed this workshop, which is now the basis of all of my work um, around getting people to see that they, even if they, we don't see ourselves represented on stage, we still belong on that stage, and then get developing the tools to do that. Um, and then, you know, i have been dabbling in it for a number of years, and it was at WordCamp um, Seattle 2017 when Andrea Middleton sat down with me and said, "Jill, this work, we already we know this workshop works." you've been running it in Vancouver, there's been other cities running it around the world, but people still come to me, me as in Andrea, saying, you know, how do we get more diversity on our speaker stages? And she's like, there's this training-based solution, how do we get it out there? And by the end of that conversation, I was um, volunteered or voluntold, I'm not sure which, but either way, thrilled to do it, uh, the lead of this group In WordPress that I've been leading since then, which is the diverse speaker training group. So that was a huge moment for me,
0: (laughs) going from something
1: I was interested in to this is most of what I'm doing in life now.
0: Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit about it. What what is this diverse trainer or speaker training? And you know, tell us what it's all about. I know you have an event coming up soon too. So um, you know, read us in. Let us know what's going on. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I'll tell you a bit about this first workshop that Andrea and I decide to push out and then a little bit about our two new programs, because one of the other programs is what I have coming up this coming week, um, which by the time this is posted, it's going to be in a day or two. So um, happening soon. So the main flagship thing that we do and the thing that Andrea talked about, um, it's called, sometimes we call it the Diverse Speaker Workshop, but we've renamed it uh, more recently to own your expertise and um, how to own your expertise and start speaking on WordPress stages. And it's all about, um, back when I was a WordCamp conference organizer uh, with Vancouver, you know, we only had one kind of person putting up their hand to speak. And I did, a. I had a whole journey around this, which you can see and to hear about in other places, um, HeroPress and my talk at WordCamp um, 2021. I tell my story there. Um, the end result is that there's a lot of things that stop people from getting up on stages, but the two that I can actually do something about, and it's kind of the first level issue when we ask people, Would you like to speak? They say, Well, I'm not an expert, or I don't know enough about anything to give a talk, or, or Well, what would I give a talk on?
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: our workshop, um, the two first components are who's the person on stage, the myths of who's on stage and this bust through people's imposter syndrome. So they realize, oh, I do actually know the same amount as the people who are typically up on stages. Um, I just own it differently. And I can reframe that. And a few of the other myths that stop people from seeing themselves as who belongs to be up on stage. And then we do a few exercises around finding a talk topic that people would want to hear. And Along with doing these, you have a room full of people saying, I want to hear that talk from you. And that is that goes a really long way to busting through imposter syndrome, because if people are saying, I want to hear that talk, you are way more likely to actually do it. Um, And then in that first year that we did this workshop, we, we did these two parts and we also did a bit on becoming a better speaker. Um, And people said, well, that's great, but what do I do next? What do I do with this stuff? So we added on a ton more info on writing a good pitch slash proposal slash description, which is that thing that goes up on the meetup page, the, the paragraph about what your talk is, or on a WordCamp list Of all the talks. It's that description, how to write a good title, because most people don't read the description, um, how to write a bio, how to actually start writing your talk. And this is all hands on. We're actually doing it as we go. Mm -hmm. So people walk away with a title, a description, a bio, um, an outline for their talk, um, how to How to do slides well if you choose to do slides, Mm -hmm. how to answer all those tricky questions that come from the smarty pants in the audience and the other things that come up that trip us up and we feel like, well, I don't want to face that. Mm -hmm. We give scripts for that. And then we also have all the things on how to be a better speaker. So that is, in essence, the main thing that we do. And we do that about monthly. And our next one for that is gonna be on November 27th. We're focusing on Southern and Southeast Asia for that one. So India, Philippines, um, Indonesia, and other areas around mm-hmm. there. And we're gonna do our next America Europe one in sometime in the first couple of weeks of December. Date to be announced, but when Very you good. get all the info later for mm-hmm. my socials and WordPress links. So there's that. And then the second program that we created this year, and this is the one that the workshop is happening in a day or two, depending on where mm-hmm. when you're watching this, if you're watching this before the workshop happened, um, with the events that happened in 2020, word meetup organizers and WordCamp organizers got more aware of diversity issues and, be, mm-hmm. and were like, yes, we want to do more You know, groups that are not already diverse, want to be more diverse and welcome and include more uh, people who don't all look alike and don't all come from the same background, etc. Mm-hmm. But along with that, there's also more nervousness about getting it right. Um, mm-hmm. there's more nervousness about offending people, hurting people. Um, and you know, people try their best efforts and some, a lot of times somebody will come to an event, not feel welcome and then not come back. So mm-hmm. how do we welcome people in and make and help right. them want to stay? And then, once people are in the community, become contributors, become speakers, maybe even become part of the leadership team if you don't Mm -hmm. already have a diverse leadership team, which is one of the things that you should look at. So our workshop on November 17th is called Allyship for WordPress Event Organizers. And this is something that a few of us created back in 2019 before these issues even came up. Um, You know, these were already issues. It's just they're more at the forefront now. So -hmm. this was created by Aruba Ahmed, Ali Nimmons, David Wolfpaw and myself. So a diverse panel created it for WordCamp 2019. And now Mm -hmm. we have an interactive watch party where we watch this video, and we stop to have discussions together, and fill out a workbook together that we had created for it. And it's a very impactful workshop. Um, we've done the program once now and people were really excited about it. And they're, they're coming back to do it again because there's so much actionable info and support. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, um, there's a lot of info out there on diversity theory and that's all very valuable and I love it. All my work focuses on action. Let's get mm-hmm. you doing the things now. Yeah. I love it. And, and how much does it cost? Oh, well, uh, that the cost is covered, Um, by big companies. So it is free for everyone to attend,
0: everyone in WordPress to attend. Which is wonderful. So um, I've talked with Allie about this on the underrepresented in tech podcast. Some of the barriers to entry for people of underrepresented groups is it costs so much to do so many things. And so by offering this as a free workshop and, you know, it's basically a coaching session in a lot of ways. Right. I mean, you can hardly ever get that for free. So by offering that as a a free workshop that's subsidized by um, companies that want everybody to succeed by sponsoring this, then this makes it uh, levels the playing field a lot more than it has been in the past, which is a really good thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then a quick word about our third program. Mm -hmm. Um, Our third program is called Diverse Speaker Support, and it's basically before the pandemic, um, groups would hold the speaker workshop, like meetups and word camps would hold it for their own meetup and word camp, and there'd be a direct path like, okay, you took this with us, now speak at our meetup or word camp. Since the pandemic, Um, a lot of groups don't exist. And even if they do exist, they don't have the bandwidth to put our workshop on. So now we have a Slack channel called diverse speaker support so that um, anybody who's taken the workshop can find out about the speaker opportunities and actually start speaking (laughs) after our events and also network, get more mentorship on, you know, their Mm -hmm. titles, their pitches, their talks, all Mm -hmm. the continuing things that people need. So that is the third program that we started this summer. It's been a big year.
0: <laughs> is that a standalone Slack or is that part of the WordPress Slack?
1: That is part of the WordPress Slack.
0: Okay, cool. So if yeah. you are attending those and everything, you'll get a, you'll get information on how to join the WordPress Slack, and um, you know all you have to do is Google it. And you can figure that part out too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And so um, you know, it started out with the four of you. How are there more people involved now? Is it? growing as are you are people pass the baton like how is this
1: sustaining Ooh. itself
0: over time so you're talking about the allyship program specifically yeah
1: yeah i'm assuming yeah so it started off with the four of us who created it we my team my group the diverse speaker training group um basically nobody knew the content the first time we ran it and we've only run it once so far so i let it and now i'm starting to invite people hey do you want to be the facilitator for this it's really easy. You're playing a video and then you're stopping to have a discussion. And then I'll make sure that there's always myself or someone else who can answer the diversity questions that come up. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to have a whole lot of knowledge on it. And That's same thing fun. with our diverse speaker workshop. We are, mm-hmm. we have a, a few facilitators right now and we're, we want to expand to have more. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing where we have this interactive watch party mm-hmm. style. So you don't have a lot to learn, which makes it really a uh, beautiful easier stepping stone to start getting up on stages mm-hmm. yourself if you're not already
0: absolutely okay so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit if our, I, I it, it'll be painless I promise um if if some if the people who are listening right now are running a meetup or they're planning an event what's one thing if they only started with one thing what's one thing they can do to make their event more welcoming and uh, more inclusive just one. Oh, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> I like, do I start. I know. I know. Um, but we don't have the, the first... time to do the whole workshop. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, the first thing I would say is, you know, the well-meaning people who put on their events, we welcome all people or on their speaker application pages. Um, you know, we want different speakers. That is great in theory but it doesn't actually appeal to people Mm -hmm. so there's different wording um most especially take out all the words um on all your pages like rock stars guru because all of us who have imposter syndrome which is generally not everybody but in general the people who are not well represented in their Mm -hmm. community we're gonna self-select ourselves out so Mm -hmm. um remove all those kinds of wording that's the one i'm gonna pick
0: (laughs) i think that's that's a great one i talk about that with um with your recruiting pages, if you were trying to recruit people to work with you, you know, to say, if you might, if you think you might be a fit for this company, you've already given me three reasons, not if think mm-hmm. and might, those are, word, those are self-selecting words out for people who have imposter syndrome. So yeah, words matter. They really do. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're somebody who's thinking, gosh, maybe I should think about maybe presenting, I'm actually going to put the words in your mouth on this one. And I'm going to say, attend the next event. Find <laughs> <laughs> why you can
1: do it. No, well, Michelle, that's my answer. How did you know?
0: <laughs> and if you can't attend for any is reason, <laughs>
1: Um, you know, no matter how nervous you are about speaking right now, attend mm-hmm. because we never force you to do anything. We say at the start you can say pass for any exercise, mm-hmm. so you can just show up and watch. You don't even have to participate, mm-hmm. although we invite you to participate and, mm-hmm. and do everything together. But you don't have to do that.
0: And there's no requirement. There's no homework to go home and apply to speak at a word camp. There's no promise that you're going to go do it. This is just for your right. for your edification and to help yeah. you feel better about doing that. In the future if you choose to so
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah well thank you for all the work yeah. you do this is this sounds thank like really you. exciting stuff for sure it is I'm going to move into our rapid fire questions okay I always ask them rapidly but you take the time you need to answer them and you're not allowed to use the same answer for more than one question oh no I know some people try to use the same person for like several different answers like nope that's not going to fly around here okay <laughs> So the first question is, and I know you're not doing developing and everything like that as much, but you're still in WordPress, so you'll have answers. What are two or three must-have plugins that you would recommend to somebody building their own website?
1: Um, Yeah, so my answer for this one is I haven't touched plugins in a really long time. So this will date me when I say what plugins I used to love. Um, Login Limiter really helped me out with all the bots trying to log in to and okay. hack my websites. <laughs> Simple yeah. little plug-in, very helpful.
0: Excellent. Um, at any point in your WordPress journey, have you had a mentor? Whether it was a business mentor or a WordPress mentor, official or unofficial capacity, and who was it?
1: Yeah. Um Angie Middleton up until recently was you know and I say that because she's moved on to Reddit now. Right. Um, but she spent 10 amazing years in WordPress and she was my biggest mentor for most of that time. Yeah. Um absolutely. She it is because of her that I'm doing what I'm doing.
0: She's a WordPress giant for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so lastly, this is the thing is you can't use her for your next question, but (laughs) who is somebody that you, who's somebody you admire in the WordPress community and why?
1: Yeah. Um, so Andrew's not in the WordPress community anymore, so she can't be my answer. Um, absolutely a hundred percent. Um, Josepha and Angela, um, Angela Jin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I know, okay. Josepha Hayden, Angela Jin. I adore them both so much. They are so mm-hmm. amazing. They have both done so much for my work. Um, mm-hmm. And they have both also inspired a lot of my work as well. Um, you know, mm-hmm. back before they were doing what they're doing now, um, we ha- we would have conversations about diversity and everything, and, and they and they,
0: uh, they bring diversity. They're women in technology. I mean, right off the start, yes, women, right, <laughs> and they're yeah. of authority, which makes it even better. So, yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely. I, hundred I percent, I, I approve your choices. Not that it matters, well, but you. I approve your choices. So good. <laughs> 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 What's something that you'd still like to learn in WordPress, but that you haven't tackled yet?
1: Ooh. Um, Hmm. so it, my, my answer is a very self-serving answer, which is mm-hmm. how to reach more of the meetup organizers and WordCamp yeah. organizers out there. It, no, this is I not a typical not easy. developer answer. This is my community builder answer. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. such amazing offerings. We have three programs for meetup and WordCamp organizers, and I'm yeah. really stuck on how do we reach them? How do we talk to them? <laughs> Hoping some of them question. are listening to your show right now. <laughs> that would be good. Or, or people who aren't organizers themselves can maybe nudge their organizers and say, Hey, yeah, yeah. Jill has great program or not Jill. The diverse speaker
0: training group <laughs> has great programs yeah, that yeah. you should check out. Led by Jill, led by Jill. There you go. <laughs> team definitely effort, about to, but yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what's one of the biggest mistakes you've made in WordPress and what did you learn from it?
1: Ooh. Okay. Um, so as a community builder, and this is not something that I like talking about, but each year automatic and I create measurable results that I need to hit. And in 2019, um, I put more focus on the WordCamp us talk with Ali Aruba, David Wolfpaw, um, and derailed from my measurable results. And so I did not hit my measurable results. And I don't like talking about that. When I did my annual report, I was like, so we didn't hit these results, but look at all these things that we did do because we yeah. we did some improvement to our processes that I was able to measure and show. Like we went from 20% attendance to 80% attendance. Like there was other things I was able to show, but that, that yeah. was a big, uh, ever since then it's I'm like, up, yeah. okay, you know laser focus on the results i will i will get what i say i will do
0: what i say i that i was gonna do (laughs) i understand um it sounds like you still did really good things even if you didn't hit the the number you were looking for so yeah what's your proudest wordpress moment proudest Mm, i think
1: um okay uh i'm gonna say um, after that conversation with Andrea Middleton at WordCamp Seattle 2017, um, she said to me, are you going to WordCamp US? Because if you are, you can launch the new program there. And I'm like, I am now. Um, and then, so I, sh- you know, I bought, quickly bought my ticket, showed up and had something that was not on the program um, on the, sh- and this was all Andrea's request. <clears throat> I had a little side room on contributor day. Um, where I invited tons of people to come to the launch of this program and I was actually able to fill the room because I spent all two or three days of the WordCamp just going around talking to everybody being like come to this thing (laughs) and so that was a really great moment to be able to do the first thing for this this team and do the first training and tell everybody about it.
0: Absolutely oh that's great I love that. If you weren't working in technology in the tech sector at all, what's another career that you might like to attempt?
1: Ooh, um, if I wasn't working in the tech sector, um, you know, if I wasn't doing my community work, I'd probably be back to being a developer, Um, but if I wasn't doing either of those, I might be an author either yeah. fiction or nonfiction, because I'm a pa- mm-hmm. very passionate about it both. I'm also really, I really love minimalism and productivity. And so mm-hmm. I might be doing a career as, as like a coach of one of those. Um, I even have a little app that I created called thing.do that helps people with starting thing- tasks that they absolutely don't want to do. And so like, I might be a coach based off of that. Yeah. And that's something that I created in WordPress. <laughs> oh, I love I it. I created a little web tool using all vanilla JavaScript in WordPress. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love it. Those are all good things. Gosh. I had one person say Uber driver once. I was like, that is a very far cry from what we do in WordPress. Absolutely. <laughs> what is something on your bucket list?
1: Mm. Pre-pandemic, I had a lot of travel on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Now, just leaving the house might be on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... You know, once I grow more of a team with my work, so I don't have to do as much of it hands on myself, getting onto the big shows out there. Like mm-hmm. yours is a big show in WordPress, but I'm talking like TED Talk stages, sure. yeah, Oprah, all, all those mm-hmm. things. Those are I would yeah. like to, I would like to um, make the message that I have uh, a household name. And my message, which I haven't mentioned, is once people start speaking on stages that leads to more opportunities, more things, you know, it Mm -hmm. is the, it's this one little thing that fosters more diverse communities because people get more speaking opportunities, job opportunities. And a lot of people also wind up that starts the path to stepping into leadership. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing I really care about that. Once we have more diverse leaders, we have better products, better decisions just because the mix of, um, uh, it, it, once we have a mix of opinions and um, mm-hmm. people coming from different
0: perspectives, it makes a really big difference. So, Ted, doing a TED talk is one of my bucket list items, too. So, nice. yes, yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Show us or tell us about a hidden talent you have that WordPress community might not know about.
1: I, I brought a visual. For okay. this, two visuals. Yes. So um, starting in the pandemic when I would no longer left the house and I needed to look for fun things to do, I started drawing. And I've only I- made two good drawings in all this time. And so I brought these with me. <laughs> Let like, me see. My my hobby is terrible drawings. And here's two good drawings. <laughs> so this is oh my me gosh, learning that bubble baths help me sleep. And so I have this like cute.
0: I love it. Oh my gosh, that's so me with my
1: shorter hair. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: I've made one good realistic ish drawing in my entire life. And this was just a few weeks ago. And I still uh-huh. can't stop telling people about it.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so happy with it. this. You should be. You should frame it. <laughs> frame them both. <laughs> Those are wonderful. They take
1: uh, spots on our fridge of my, the, the, f- the very few drawings that I've done that are good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're on their fridge quality. I love that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> How do we find you on social media? What's the website? Where do we find out more about all of this?
1: Yeah. So on Twitter, I'm Jill Binder. Also on LinkedIn, I'm Jill Binder. Um, my website is diversein.tech. Um, and I post a lot on the WordPress community blog, and you can find me there under the tag WP diversity. And that's, um, I'd say, the best ways to find out, to find our links for our upcoming workshops are on the, um, diverse oh gosh i forget the, the tag look at wp diversity it'll be included there, there as go. well as on my twitter i i put it front and center
0: excellent and if you are listening and you have no way to write all that down right now just go to wpcoffeetalk.com find jill's episode and all of that will be in our show notes as well um jill thank you so much for being here today is there anything else you want to share with us before i let you go um i will share
1: that i think you are so fabulous, Michelle. I adore you, and I'm so happy that I got to be on your show. (laughs) Thank Thank you you so much.
0: I know we've been talking about it for quite a while, and finally, what do they say? Um, The what is it? They say that something aligned the. I can't think of the right words today. The planets align. The planets align. Something. Yes. The planets aligned <laughs> and it, it made it and we actually made it happen. So thank you so much. It's the pleasure has been mine, and I appreciate you so much and all the work that you're doing. So we'll see everybody else. Hopefully we'll see you all at the uh, diversity training. But um, other than that, we will see you on the next episode of WP Coffee Talk. In the meantime, everybody stay safe and healthy.